Hey, this is Jim Graham from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we explore relationship instead of religion every week. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh, I love, I love, love, love Kingdom Pursuits and the opportunity I hear every week to amazing people that God's given them such beautiful visions for such neat things. And so, like, wow, to start off with, we have Cecil Stokes. And you might remember Cecil Stokes. Uh, you were one of the authors in October Baby, right? I was one of the co-creators and co-writers. Co, One of the co-creators and co-writer of October Baby, for those of you who saw that spectacular film. And, and, and now he is connected with... Uh, celebrated Christian author, Michelle Medlock Adams, and written this book, I Love You to the Sun and Beyond, right? And I think it's destined to become a bedtime classic. So, you know, I think that's something we all told our kids when when we were growing up, right? <laughs> when they were growing up, you know, we love you to the sun and beyond, or I love you more and all that kind of thing. That's You put that into a book? We did. Uh, Michelle and I met at a writer's conference uh, probably about 12 or 13 years ago and just kind of became the brother and sister we probably never wanted and just have this amazing relationship. She's an aunt to my son, and we've just, she's written books. She's written over 100 books, uh, you know, in her career and, and several other articles and magazines. And uh, I've always written for television or film. And we decided a couple of years ago, why don't we try to do a project together? So we got together and started brainstorming, you know, what what unique voice do we have or what story would we want to share together? And I had just adopted my son Boone from foster care. He was eight. And so I became a parent of an eight-year-old. And Michelle had two daughters from birth. And we just started talking about how, you know, every day when I'm trying to reinforce this new relationship with my son – that I'm coming up with all these different ways to say I love you. Like, I love you more than chocolate and peanut butter, or, you know, <laughs> I love you more than cotton candy, or, you know, this type of thing. So Michelle and I started talking about it, and she had that same history with her girls. And we have found, I mean, any parent or grandparent that we talk to, there's this fun game of one-upmanship where you try to tell your child or the child in your life that you love them more. Uh, so we, we decided to write this book, but, you know, there's lots of books out there on love, and there's lots of great parent-child books. So one of the things that we wanted to do to make our book different was also make it educational. So in the back of the book, everything that's mentioned in the book, in the very back of the book, there's a paragraph on every item that teaches you something you can teach your child. So, like, for example... You know, the book starts out, I love you, I love you, I really love you. And then the kid would be say, oh, yeah, I love you more. And then you say, I love you the mostest, the mostest of all. 
And the little kid says, I love you the most times four. But then as it goes from there, we talk about the Amazon and pythons and the Sahara. And uh, here's the funny one. Uh, I love you drier than Sahara sand. And that is really dry. <laughs> I love you wetter than a camel's kiss. Ooh, he's a floppy guy. You know, so there's some fun things in there. But then there's also some great learning things. Like, for example, I love you wealthier than King Solomon, and he was really wealthy. I love you sneakier than a cuckoo bee. Oh, they are very stealthy. And so you can turn to the back of the book, and you can teach them a little bit about King Solomon, who he was and his wealth. And you can also teach them about the cuckoo bee, which is the only insect that actually doesn't build a nest but uses other bees' nests. Oh, wow. So it's just, it's, yeah, so every page has something that you can teach your child while you're doing this game of one-upmanship of how much you love them. Oh, it's so awesome. And I'll just tell you, you can tell immediately that we got a whole lot of show coming with you just with this book, I Love You to the Sun and Beyond. But also we have more. We have more. We have Kimberly Gleiser, who's with the Hospice of Davidson County, and, and they have a ride for angels. Like, I love that. The Ride for Angels is actually a motorcycle event coming up July 16th, which is next Saturday, with actual pit stops all the way through the week. So they're going to be people riding all week for you guys, right, Kim? Oh, yeah. So we're super excited. We haven't had the actual ride since 2019. And so Saturday is the actual ride where we will have uh, hundreds of motorcycle riders um, doing a 75-mile loop throughout Davidson County. And then during the week, we will be partnering with some local businesses and restaurants. And um, a part of the proceeds that they make during the time that we're there will go towards the total funds raised for uh, ride for angels so it's a great way for us to also just get involved with the community and have fellowship and the for those that don't ride can still support the event that way right and, and even you know those who are not familiar with the hospice of davidson county get connected because there's going to come a time <laughs> uh, for most of yeah. us that that we need to know what these resources are and how they're available and in so many different ways, I love the name of it, the Ride for Angels. And so those who are used to listening to my show know I got to do my jokes. So speaking of angels, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now it's time All right. So, yes, you know, we got to tell these. So just bear with us here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you've wondered this one, Carmen. I mean, what am I saying? <laughs> I don't know why I want to call you that. How do angels light a candle? Have you ever wondered about that, Kim? How do angels light a candle? You know, I don't think I ever have. How about you, Cecil? Have you ever uh, thought about how angels light a candle? Is it in your book? That has never crossed my mind. Well, I can just tell you, it's it's with a match made in heaven. <laughs> so yeah and along those same lines you might wonder you know why angels smell so good why do they smell so good yeah have you thought about it i have not oh uh, cecil you do you get give it your best shot uh, the only thing I could think of is because they're made in heaven. They are made in heaven. They smell good. There's no doubt about that. But they're also 
They're, they're sent from God. <laughs> so, you know, that's a little play on words there for sent. Anyway, and my personal favorite on my list today of only three, which is what's a good name for an angel that always looks up his instructions on internet on the internet if you you know this particular angel is known for looking up things on the internet you got any ideas no but i have a feeling it's going to be a good one <laughs> how about this one i know cecil you you should you should have this one by now i think you know the trend uh, i'm going to go with messenger angel messenger angel i like that that would be good um, this one's actually Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So now you know all the <laughs> angel puns that I could get. So at the end of that, you know, I would actually have a riddle so you could call it in and win today. And we want you to call in. This is a little tough, but I bet you could do it. So which angel in the Bible didn't read the menu? Because he wouldn't pick a side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, my wife, when you go to the restaurant, she doesn't always pick sides. You know, the, the person says they're right there, you know, on the menu. But anyway, this particular angel, which, by the way, the story doesn't have anything to do with a menu. It has to do with this particular angel would not pick a side. 866-348-7884. i give you a little hint. Um, it, it's in the early part of the Bible. And it's which angel in the early part of the Bible, um, I think it's the fifth book, my guess would be, um, would not pick a side. 866-348-7884. And we come back, Carmen will tell you what you can win if you can get that. And so we're going to be back more with Cecil Stokes with I Love You to the Sun and Beyond All. So many cool things about that book. And Kimberly, am I saying your last name right, Gleiser? Yes, you are. Kimberly Gleiser with the hospice of Davie County. And I know, I mean, excuse me, of Davidson County. And we got to get that right because that's down on there in Lexington. So we don't want them riding over there near Moxville. <laughs> You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. We're so blessed today to have with us both Cecil Stokes with his new book, I Love You to the Sun and Beyond. Cecil is a writer for TV and and, uh, movies, and how cool he's done this book uh, together with Michelle Adams. Uh, called I Love You to Sun Beyond. We're going to be talking about that as well as Kimberly Geyser with the Hospice of Davidson County and their ride for angels, which kind of goes on all week as they're going to have all these pit stops that people can go to and then the ride itself happens on next Saturday. So if you uh, ride motorcycles or nobody's somebody that does and would enjoy that, what a neat, neat thing to do. So Kimberly, I'm just naturally curious this this has been going on for a while. Do you know whose idea it was? Um, I am not quite sure, but I do know that it has been going on for 15 years. So this is our 15th annual ride. And um, I do know that um, it was started with a group, a motorcycle, motorcycle group that um, had close ties with hospice. And so after that, it just 
started to be an annual event that we did every summer. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, you know, they lost a rider or something and somebody helped them out through hospice. And, you know, I, I have had the um, amazing privilege of, I guess, to, to spend a lot of time with some hospice folks who just minister to people in one of the toughest times of their life. Right. And, um, what a neat thing that you, you, you have a job along those lines. And so it's interesting to me today, Cecil, that we have this at the end of the life, but at the beginning of life, when we're trying to get children into the understanding how much they're loved unconditionally, you know, they're coming in and going out being loved, right, Cecil? That's, that's right. And so you, you were talking about that you you had your son to sort of test this stuff out on <laughs> as you're writing this book. So, you know, share with our listeners some of the things that you did in TV and movies to give you give us a sense of what a difference in venues you went from from writing in this arena to that arena. Yeah, I mean, I, I was uh, a writer first, and then also became a producer and a director. And in my first 20 years in entertainment, I wrote or produced or directed over 500 TV shows, um, over 100 national commercials, and October Baby, the feature film, as well as a couple of documentaries. So God blessed me with just an amazing career. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm so thankful for the creativity that he's given me that just constantly have ideas and stories. So... <clears throat> Yeah, isn't that neat? And in my own way, I get to do a lot of different things as well. And it's always amazing the journey that God takes you on as a result of that. Like, I didn't, oh, I didn't see this coming. I didn't expect expect all that. And, and so, you know, here you are on a radio show in North Carolina. You weren't expecting that a week ago, were you? <laughs> I, was, I was not even expecting that two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so... You know, the, you know, one of those things that just kind of happens. And how about you, Kimberly? You were you weren't expecting to be on the radio this week either, were you? No, no, I wasn't. And, and so, for you, I bet you this is one of your first times. It is actually. <laughs> and and you just had COVID too, so you're recovering from COVID. Yes, so I am recovering from COVID. Um, I went down to New Orleans and. Uh, apparently thought it was a good idea to bring that back as a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time my, my, we went on vacation to South Carolina with my daughter in the car, she, my, who was a nurse, she was, she's um, in her late twenties at the time. And, you know, we, we all enjoyed, you know, a, a, a vacation of COVID. <laughs> I don't know what's just yeah. what happened, you know, it was like, okay. Um, that's that. But so in these times, right, Cecil, where, where yeah. people are probably spending more time with their kids. What a, what a great time to come out with this book, I would think. Um, yeah, what, what thank you. Um, I have two thoughts about that. One is, I mean, there's, you always want to be able to tell your child you love them. And kids love to hear the same books over and over. They love repetition. You know, so this is a book that you could read to them every single day. And because there's literally, I think there's over 20 different analogies in it, uh, you could talk about a different one, you know, every night for almost a month. So that normal love for a child is huge. But after the pandemic, children have just been greatly affected. I mean, all of us have. Every single person mm-hmm. alive has been affected by it. 
but I don't know that we understand fully how it has affected children. You know, my uh, my goddaughter missed her senior year and her senior prom, and my godson uh, missed out on his freshman year of college. And Boone, my son, I actually homeschool, so our life wasn't very different, but all of our friends were. And even just yesterday, um, I was having lunch with two friends that are teachers, and they were just talking about the school year coming up and how really anxious they are because last year was one of the worst years of their teaching lives because kids had all kinds of behaviors because they just didn't really have the same structure. They didn't have, feel stability. And these are things that kids can't really express to you. You just got to pick up on as a parent or as a teacher. And one of the, the best ways to help children feel stable is just to help them feel loved and help them know they've got a home and they've got someone they can always depend on. Oh, it's it's that's just spectacular and you can't help but note that you know what a difference the role hospice has played during the pandemic right what you guys have faced even the fact that you couldn't do the ride before because people couldn't come but oh the poor folks that couldn't get visitors as they were finishing their life it really changed things didn't it oh absolutely and we you know we tried our best to come around our patients and their families as best we could, um, given the, the stricter restrictions or, you know, stricter guidelines, um, and make sure that those people did know that they were loved and were, you know, able to bring in the family whenever it was the most um, trying time for Right, the, right. It's exactly, future. it's a li- right along the same lines. And, and so interestingly... Um, we have Ann Aldis calling in for a quick comment along these lines. We can see. So, Ann, what you got for us? Well, I just wanted to real quick say hi to Cecil, who is one of my best buddies in the world. And, really? Uh, <laughs> yes, I was so thrilled to hear him this morning. And also the fact that uh, two things I wanted to just say, I don't, uh, I don't know if he'll mention, but uh, this wonderful video that he made, and, and I know he's talking about his book that I cannot wait to read, but his wonderful, wonderful video that he made called Boone, B-O-O-N-E, and me, dot com. And Is Cecil was... Boone's dad? Yes! And, and, Cecil, <laughs> and, Cecil is, and, and I feel Day like, is, oh, man, like the light just came on. Like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I have Cecil on my show, and I had not made the connection that... that <laughs> Boone, who even played in an episode of Christian he Car Guy in Theater. Our right. Yes. Oh wow. How wild is that? I <laughs> well, and Robbie, one more one more piece of information. Anne is actually our granny Annie. I'm his granny Annie. <laughs> 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 uh, Trying to figure that right. Yeah, <laughs> now I I just feel like I live in the smallest world ever. Because I, I you know, I had I had not put any of that when he was talking about Boone. I thought, you know, I it, it's just it's totally escaped me. But how beautiful is that? And, and so that you had to be there, Anne, while he was writing this book. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he, I, he kept giving previews of coming attractions, and I cannot wait to read it. I so I just hate, had to give you this moment of <laughs> of you know uh, insight in terms to who uh, Cecil was because. They are the most wonderful, precious friends ever. They moved to Texas now, but 
Um, anyway, I'm just so thrilled to hear their voices and hear this interview. Everything has been marvelous. Thank you so much. I love you guys. <laughs> it's so completely random. And I have to tell you how random, you know, it just is. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I saw this book and I thought, what a neat book. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I had no connection whatsoever. I just saw the cover on the book and I loved the concept of what the, of what the publicist had sent me. And I said, oh, this people would be great on my show. And I didn't, <laughs> you know, I was certainly familiar with October Baby from a standpoint of, you know, we helped promote that. And I, you know, yeah. I'd done some other stuff. But see, so what, a, what an amazing coincidence. That is just yeah. like, wow. I'm so glad you called Ann to make those. Boone is actually sitting here with me and has a message for Granny Annie. Okay, oh, we need to hear from Boone. I love you, Granny Annie. I love you, sweetie. I miss you two guys so much. <laughs> I bet you do. I know you do. You've told me many yeah. times. Well, thank you, Ann. God bless you. I appreciate you calling so much. Oh, I really, yes. I really, really love do. Love you guys love so you. much. Love you. Bye-bye. I love Fest here. Bye. Uh, that is just the craziest thing. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And then, you know, to make things a little trickier, I, I accidentally cut off Kim and she, on her very first radio interview, next thing she knows, she got gone. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I, my fat fingers, I didn't mean to cut you off. See, I'm so glad you're back with us, Kim. And, and I'm so it's thankful, no really, for... Um, so I, I'm interested. Um, you haven't been with um, Hospice of Davidson County long. How, how did you end up getting that job? Definitely, all thanks to God, I think. <laughs> God and I have a very special relationship where where whenever he wants me to pivot and do something else, he rips the rug right out from under me and tells me to pivot. <laughs> I have so that, that same, I've had that same experience. <laughs> I really have. We're going to hear more from Kim. I hate we're going to go to a break now that I cut you off and had you start something <laughs> right before the break. I'm, I've got my act together, right, Cecil? I don't even know who I'm interviewing. But, oh, my goodness, how wonderful. <laughs> So when we come back, we're going to have more from Cecil and Kim and maybe even Boone. And I love you from the sun to beyond. And, of course, the ride for angels coming up next Saturday for the Hospice of Davidson County. We'll be right back. All that's at kingofthesuits.com. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom, whether that's authoring books, writing movies, riding motor motorcycles, or whatever it may be, or working at hospice. It's amazing the things that God does. <coughs> As I get my voice back. <laughs> so anyway, we are so blessed to have with us today, really blessed, Cecil Stokes, with his book, I Love You to the Sun and Beyond, and Kimberly Gleiser with Hospice of Davidson County and their ride for angels coming up Saturday, July 16th. That's next Saturday with pit stops all week. So how fun. So when we left our hero, Kim, <laughs> she was just telling us <laughs> that God sometimes pulls the rug out from underneath us and we find ourselves in another place. So carry on. Yeah, so um, I am a Davidson County girl, but I moved to Charlotte and lived in Charlotte for a while. I was at um, 
the Cancer Institute, one of the Cancer Institutes down there, and um, God just decided that I didn't need to be there anymore. So I started looking elsewhere, and I landed at Hospice of Davidson County, which I am so blessed to be at. Um, it is a true marriage of my public relations background and the patient experience work that I was doing at the Cancer Institute. Um, so I just truly feel like this this is definitely where where I was meant to be. How how absolutely spectacular, really. When you think about how he he did, he took the things he tr- he trained you there at the Cancer Institute, and um, you know, obviously, you're running into all sorts of those things. So, I, I'm interested. You know, as Cecil has found, you know, things ways that God has gifted him and how he could use that. How do you feel God using your gifts there um, w- with your with your job with the hospice? Um. So. I have, um, so I work mostly like in the, in the background. Um, I don't, uh, see very many patients. I'm not patient facing. And so part of my job is to make things easier for our clinical folks. And so being able to do that, um, really allows the clinical folks to take care of the patients and the families. And so I feel so blessed that I, you know, get to take some of the stress off of them from the admin side of things. Um, if they're going out to different facilities and hospitals and teaching folks about hospice and trying to, you know, let them know that we are an option. So that community education piece, I, I'm really excited that I get to do that to, you know, take away some fears that people might have because um, whenever people need hospice, it's, it's a scary time and we realize that. So we, you know, try our best to make sure that um, those fears are calmed and that we, we come around our patients and their families as, as best we can to show them that um, we, we are there for them. Right. And I think one of the big misunderstandings, are, <clears throat> you know, one of my misunderstandings about hospice, you know, I thought, you know, when people got close to being gone, that they went to a hospice, you know, that's oh, they went to hospice. They've only got a few days left to live. But one of the big, huge things that you guys do is when people get in a situation where the, it's it's hard for them to be cared for, you guys actually come out to their house. Yes. So we meet people where they are. So if that is at home and they need our care, we will come to their home. If they're at a nursing facility, we will meet them there and take care of them there um, at that facility as well. And then we also have the only inpatient unit in Davidson County. So if their symptoms can't be managed um, at home or in the facility, they can come to us and we can provide that 24-hour care right there um, at the Hinkle Hospice House. We, of course, are always available 24-7 to our patients and the families um, if they need us. Um, but we, we are right there with, with the Hinkle Hospice House if, if they, they need us there. Right. And and it's one of those things that you don't want to wait, in my opinion, to find out about that hospice facility in your area. You know, Kimberly, our show is on in Toledo, Ohio and in Richmond, Virginia. And so there's a lot of places other than Davidson County you may find yourself today. But right. I, I, I would urge you um, before you, you know, whether you've got family members or what your situation may be, um, to know... There, there's different options, right? There's 
there's more than one kind of hospice and there's all sorts of things that, yeah. that it really helps to get out there and figure these things out because when you're in a crisis and all of a sudden somebody's dies, it's a hard time to, to pick out the right, right resource, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a couple of months ago, it was actually, um, advanced directive day. And so that is whenever we urge folks to have those hard conversations about what your loved one wants to do whenever it does come to that time, whenever, you know, they're, they need our care. And for those who are not in the Davidson County area in North Carolina, I definitely highly recommend looking up your local hospice, seeing what they're doing, get involved there, and even, you know, learning what programs they, they offer. Right. Um, I know that Davidson County, um, and I'm pretty sure most hospices, they, we offer a grief and bereavement program for loved ones and family members that can last um we, we stay with them for 13 months after the passing of a loved one. And people don't even have to be connected to hospice. Like their family member didn't have to be a patient of ours to receive our, our care with that program. So check yeah. into that if, you know, if people are dealing with, with grief, which I know with this pandemic, we're dealing with a collective grief and then, you know, whatever is going on in, in their life. And so Cecil, I was thinking... You know, just being the kind of person I am that, like, this would be a good book to read somebody that's in hospice. You know, I had not thought of that until you mentioned it. You you kind of, you kind of planted that seed a, a few minutes ago. But you're right. I mean, in those, you know, end of days, you're wanting someone to know they're loved as much as you do when a child is, you know, young and, and in their formative years. And I was just thinking through this entire book, and there's nothing in the book that actually says child in it. It could be something that you could sit down with your mom and, you know, read to her if she's passing. And I, I do want to uh, I, I do want to say and give Kimberly a lot of credit. Uh, my mom did pass away last year, and it's scary, and it, 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 you, you don't know what's happening. And when hospice uh, became involved, when the hospital told us that it was time for her to be with hospice, the lady who called me was just amazing. I mean, she gave me so many options of places that she could be or be at home and different things they could do. And the level of care was greater than I could have ever imagined. And then, so I, uh, I have to give big kudos uh, to hospice and what they do. But, you know, and I, I, I do a, a devotion at an assisted living sort of nursing home every week. And, and I know some of those patients they understand things better at this level of I love you to the sun and beyond. You know, it's a great level for that age as well. You know, it's just spectacular as I was thinking about it. You know, what a neat thing for them to feel, uh, especially as they can't have the visitors that they once had. You know, every time I go, I have to go through three COVID tests and this, they have to test my fe my fever or whatever. And then I got to wear a mask. You know, all the things that people are going through to go visit somebody. So see, so I, I know that it's spectacular for kids, but, you know, I would think on that level, it's, it's, a, it's another idea as well. Um, of all the different analogies you guys did, I got to ask, I don't want to ruin that, you know, spoiler alert, but what's your favorite? <laughs> um, my favorite is this one. Um, I, I love for children to learn about people 
And I think we're at a point in history that we're learning more about historical figures that we never knew. And so I think one of my favorite stanzas in the book is, I love you smarter than Nikola Tesla, and he was really smart. (laughs) I love you braver than Miss Rosa Parks with courage in her heart. How cool. Oh, wow. Uh, You know, what a neat. Yeah, I hate we got to go to another break. We're going to carry on with that conversation. That's beyond cool. Because, you know, I can think of all the things that would spark, you know, with the idea of Tesla. (laughs) Just saying. Anyway, when we come back, we got more with Cecil and with Kimberly. Uh, And, of course, we got you. So thanks for joining us. We'll be right back with more Kingdom Pursuit. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And as always, I'm blown away by God, what God brings me. Um, Today with Cecil Stokes, who's obviously a dear friend of a very dear friend of mine, uh, and his book, I Love You to the Sun and Beyond. And again, uh, Kimberly Gleiser with Hospice of Davidson County and their ride for angels coming up on July 16th. If you go to kingdompursuits.com, there you're going to find links to the book if you want to order the book on Amazon, or if you want to find out more about the ride, even register for the ride. It's all there at kingdompursuits.com, so easy enough to get the information, get the book. I would think it would be just like, oh, my goodness, because I know you couldn't be more right, Cecil, that my children, they would have us read a book, a book that would go over and over and over and over. And if there was something I would love to have them down in their soul, it's, it's that, you know, I loved them <laughs> smarter than Tesla <laughs> and braver than Rosa Parks. I love that. I mean, that just shows you, you know, uh, the, 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 I guess the ingenuity that God gave you to, to put stuff like that in there to, spark them to be thinking about those kind of things, right? It is. And one of the things that I am so proud of is we were allowed to work really closely with the illustrator and you'll find yourself in this book. You know, there are, there are pages that have multi-generational families with grandparents involved. You know, there are African-American families, Caucasian families, Latino families, Indian families. Uh, you know, there's a father and a son, and there's a mother and a daughter, and there's a mother and a son. Like, all the pages have very different families, so that when you get the book, you're not reading to your child and you don't look like the pictures. You're going to find pictures that look like your family. Oh, that's awesome. That, that You know, and that's a big part of a children's book is the illustration. And I can tell you, I could tell immediately when I saw what they sent me that this book has got to be absolutely gorgeous, right? It is. I the, Again, this is my first children's book, so you always have really high expectations with the first. And I've just been blown away every step of the process, and the illustrations are far beyond what I could have imagined. So what does Boone think? <laughs> Boone, what do you think about the book? I love it. <laughs> to the sun and beyond, I'm just guessing. <laughs> I think Boone is most excited about the dedication page. He's looking forward to seeing his name in print. I'm like, look at this, friends. I'm in the dedication page. <laughs> that is so awesome. 
And Kimberly, what are you excited about on your ride? Which one of those pit stops are you going to go to? They look like some great places to eat. Yeah, so I, I'm honestly excited about all of it. So this is my first like big event for seeing it from start to finish since I've started at Hospice of Davidson County. So I'm just excited about all of it. Um, but I am excited to meet everyone and um, just be with the community um, and share in that excitement with them. So um, we will be eating lunch uh, Monday, July 11th at SNS Grill in Thomasville. And then Thursday and Friday, we will be at Goose and Monkey and Bull City Cider Works in Lexington. Um, and we will be hanging out with folks there. And then Saturday is the ride. So we will be um, hanging out at Denton Farm Park and enjoying enjoying company there. And how far is the ride? The So it is about a 75-mile loop um, throughout Davidson County. So we are starting at Denton Farm Park, and then we are doing that loop and ending back at the park. And, and so the idea of Ride for Angels... Uh, ride of angels, however, yeah, ride for angels. Can you kind of speak to what you, that says? Yeah, so this this ride is for folks you know who have lost loved ones. It's uh, a way to memorialize them and you know think of them and um, you know pay tribute to them. We at the park we also have a large memorial wall where folks can, you know, place sticky notes with um letters to their past loved ones or share pictures of their loved ones. Um and so it's just a time to kind of just remember remember loved ones past and um send up some some extra love up to them as they, you know, are watching us from up above. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the dedication page in Cecil's book, in that we want something there to let our loved ones know we think about them, we remember them, they were important to us, and that we really did love them from the sun and beyond. And, and so, what a beautiful thing from my perspective. Here are these people that are constantly working with people in this last stage of their life, right? The last chapter and giving the families an opportunity to express this, which is so hard um, to try to figure out how to express it. Um, and, 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 and very neat. How, how long did you work on that book, Cecil, that you are thinking, I mean, the, the, the thought processes were working on what, what are new ways to say this? I'm, I'm curious, how, how many months or how many years? Gosh, I mean, it was in our it was in our minds for over a year. Uh, but Michelle and I just got together and just really just sat down and made all of these different examples, and then figured out which ones we could rhyme, and then we counted the syllables. <laughs> and um, I think only it may have only taken us about a month to actually write it. Once we figured wow, out, I know, hate one, we got to go. We ran together. out of time, Cecil. I'm sorry, but thank <laughs> you, Kimberly. Thank you, Cecil. It was so much fun today on thank Kingdom you. Pursuits and. So grateful for you all listening to us today. And now you got so much truth coming at you with encouraging prayer, followed by Masculine Journey. And then Nikita Koloff, it's time to man up at 1230. Thank you so much for listening to us and to the Truth Network. This is the Truth Network.